1: Peace and blessings and welcome to another edition of the How Now podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. I am your host, Kim Martin Raymond. I am a minister, spiritual life coach. I am an author and also founder of Redefining You, LLC, where I help my clients to realign themselves, mind, body, and spirit. And welcome again to season two of the How Now podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. And please make sure that you go to www.hownowpodcast.com, pick your favorite podcast platform and sign up so that that way you don't miss another beat. And also, if you are one who likes to visually watch the show, you can link to my YouTube channel, the How Now YouTube channel. Make sure that you subscribe and you can check out some of my former shows. You can check out shows that are coming up and also follow me on my wellness journey. Again, that's www.hownowpodcast.com. Make sure you check it out. Okay, so let's dive in. We've been talking this year so far about our wellness journey. And we talk about the fact that it is your mind, body, and spirit that have to be in alignment. It's not just one or the other. They are interchangeable. They are things that, that uh, we have to do to make sure that We are taking care of ourselves on all levels, and that's to help us to cope, and that's the acronym for Create Our Peaceful Existence, so that's where we're trying to be. That's where we're trying to be in this now, and to help me talk about that and to talk about the power of coaching is my beautiful, beautiful guest, and as is customary with the How Now podcast, I'm going to have her introduce herself at this time. Hey y'all, I'm
0: Dr. A.J. Austin. Thank you so much, Kim, for having me today. I am so excited to share <laughs> yes. how we know each other, where we started, how we got here. Yes. I am a Master Life Coach Certification Trainer for Black Women of Faith. I train them on how to become a professionally trained, skilled, qualified, certified Black woman, Christian mm-hmm. life coach. Okay, so we can dive into some goodies. I got it for you. Let's talk.
1: You know we can talk oh, for okay. <laughs> yeah. An hour is not enough. It's not enough. You know, we're gonna we're gonna try to try to <laughs> we're gonna try to make sure that we we are uh, honor the time of 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 ourselves and our guests. But I am so excited. So like you said, we we go back a long ways. We go back a mighty long ways. And so let, let's talk about that. I mean, I, you know, I sit here, I'm like, okay, how did AJ and I meet?
0: Same, because I get you mixed up with another client that you may have met. Because we were all in Douglasville, Georgia, a little country town. Yes. Of course, the network is small when you yes. win the that's I right. remember coming to uh, a workshop that you hosted. I did. I reached out afterwards. Very yes, well. you did. Yes, I you did. told you did. how you can make that workshop better. Yes. And you became a coaching client. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, and I did. We worked together. You were one of my very early, Yes, low, yes. affordable yes. coaching clients. <laughs> And here yes. we are today. Is that how you remember it? That's that's what yes, I'm yes. And then we'll, we'll
1: we'll do a quick shout out to, to Rhonda Hudgens uh, yes. because it was it was uh, a event that she was hosting, and I was presenting at that event, and I was talking about redefining you, and that was my um my little workshop, and and yes, you were personally. I had some books and I was doing a little book signing. There was quite a few things going on. So yeah, shout out to Rhonda. And, you know, it's just always wonderful when we can make connections and keep those connections going. And it doesn't matter how much time passes, we always have opportunities to come back together. And it's just like, we've never left. So yes, I remember that well. I remember you coming out and yes, I remember being a part of the boss of me and uh yes. Yes, I still have my workbooks and everything still. I have I have my electronic files, all of those things back in the day, post or I mean, you know, pre-pandemic. So yeah, a lot has happened. <laughs> it has, and-, and I still have old oh, videos of you.
0: Oh, wow. I know. I know we recorded conversations. I would have to yes. dig through the archives. It was just so funny that they recently popped up. And I was like, look at God aligning this thing. Look okay. I at- am <laughs> 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 the original Kim. That's right. Pre- that's pre-, what-
1: pre wellness journey, Kim. Okay. <laughs> journey, you know, pre weight loss, all those things. Oh, my yes. goodness. Like I said, so I much. I definitely
0: re, uh, remembered your story. And that's what mm-hmm. moved to connect with you because I don't connect with just any old body. So yeah. I know when are getting your story um, to where you could reach more people when you did come out Absolutely. as a coach, as a speaker, as an author, and you mm-hmm. did that. And one thing that always stuck out about you, Kim, was that you also had your training um, approved through the state. I don't ever yes. remember what to call it, but that super impressed me that you were just mm-hmm. just as bold as I has have always been. And you just took your training to the next level. Yes. Like this lady is serious about the work she's called here to do. So I'm excited to hear yep. about where you currently are and, and talk about where we're headed.
1: Yes, yes. And I said, you know, the one thing that I remember, you know, in, in our many conversations as, um, you know, you were coaching me very early on is that, you know, what my story was and that I wasn't, you know, I, I did not want to be defined by my, uh, you know, by the loss of my daughter, you know, and I remember that was something that was, was key for me to, to really, uh, you know, understand, you know, I didn't want people to just know me as the, the lady who lost her daughter. Right. And, and that was something, um, you know, that a lot of people were really, you know, they were like, oh, yeah, oh, she's the one who lost her her 16-year-old daughter to a brain aneurysm. That's who that was. And I didn't want that to be my story. You know, there were so many other things that, you know, yes, that was a pivotal point in my life. But, you know, it, it also set the wheels in motion for so many other things that I've done as a result of, you know, her passing. And so... I- you know, I I really, you know, I remember that. I remember those conversations and I remember that resonating and the importance of knowing your why. And, and those are still things that I even, you know, extend to my clients in my practice. And so it's so important, those foundations that you lay. So I, I definitely want to say that I appreciate all that you've done from the very beginning to help me to get to the place where I am today. And, and I mean, you have just taken off since then. And I've just watched you shine. So I'm like, yes, go girl. So we've been, we, you know, I've been sitting in the corner watching. I'm like, I see her. I see her. Look at her. <laughs> so yes, you've come a long, long way. So let's talk a little bit about that, where you started. So meeting you,
0: hearing your story, me reaching out was because I did hear where you left off. And so I felt like our journey together was to pick up those pieces. So number one, thank you for trusting me to be a part of that journey, because I said, Mm -hmm. there's something here. She has such a powerful story, but she's leaving people in that low valley moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And I said, okay, you have to learn how to take the people higher, leave them higher. And I still teach these principles today mm-hmm. as a storyteller, as now a new documentarian. I recently yeah. released a documentary in partnership with Fulton County Films here in Atlanta, Georgia. Called yes. And it is about my divorce, my death of my mom happening on the same day that that divorce from a five-year marriage became final. Mm-hmm. Literally, walking out of the courthouse, getting the news as I was on the elevator, leaving out, um, and my life just shifting. And then shortly after my corporate job downsizing, I dropped out of college and I dealt with homelessness off and on for a long time. It's now a part just kind of in the back of my mind, you know, when it gets cold uh, here in Georgia, I get nervous just because it's traumatizing. It's a lot of devastation. And so I partnered with Fulton Film. They also hired a film coach who walked me through twelve different coaching sessions. So I too have coaches, yeah. um, and I also was coaching my coach on how to coach me. So <laughs> I am very yeah. grateful to have experience as a coach who has coaching clients, and also being able to invest financially, mentally yeah. took a lot of to get to the next level of sharing my story to where it resonates with more Kim's and we do have Kim's we have these ministers we have doctors we have lawyers we have judges we have elders and deacons and bishops and reverends and first ladies and social workers and clinicians and they come with all these titles degrees Mm -hmm. certifications skills in the gospel but they're not getting paid for a lot of them And so just like where I met you, okay, let's take this higher because you can offer people more if they know you can, you know, get them there, not Mm -hmm. leave down in the dumps with your story, teaching them how to become professionally trained to where when they are coaching, which we'll Mm -hmm. get into soon, they're learning how to take these coaching conversations and converting them into clients, cash checks, and credit cards. And so that's my method to the madness that we call ministry and marketing and money. Yeah. Girl, that's sin. That's a cuss word in the church. What you charging people for ministry? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we are called and we are chosen. We cover, we getting paid for it. And that's what I do for black women, um, specifically in mm-hmm. the life coaching space, putting, you know, letting Jesus lead us on what we do because yeah. we are
1: anointed Yes. And and, and it's like you said, that's important because that, you know, I like that, that uh, you segued into that because it is important for us as coaches to see ourselves in that realm, you know, and, and that's something, you know, when, when, when you talk about coaching, you hear, you know, that, you know, most people, you know, most African-American people don't have the residual income to be able to afford a coach and then if they do then you know they may not see as many coaches that look like we look (laughs) and that's something you know it's you know either either that or you have coaches that look like us and have clients who do have the residual cash who may not be african-american and are saying well what can you possibly you know coach me in you know, based on your experience. So it's just it's it's such an interesting space to be in as an African American coach and as a female African American coach.
0: Absolutely. And I personally grew up in low income housing. Um but my mom kept it together. Like our house was spotless. She ain't let just anybody through the doors. We knew coming home from school the floors would be mopped. It would smell like pine salt and bleach and ammonia. She was okay. trying to <laughs> the floor was clean the glass was squeaky clean dishes washed. clothes are like she really held it down but also in our african-american household was that number one rule that's in a lot of black households around the world you better not talk outside that's this true. house and so because we bring traumas like that into adulthood we don't feel safe quote-unquote telling people our business right so when I meet people they don't know what coaching is they instantly when they say what do you do I say I'm a life coach they say oh I need a counselor so they instantly think it's counseling sitting on the couch telling somebody your business that that's not it So I spend a lot of my time educating on what life coaching is, which is helping people get results in their life. And as African-Americans, we are so intelligent. We have so much to bring to the table. So many of our names go unspoken with mega inventions. So many ideas are stolen. Our stories are told without our permission, but we don't have anyone to sit and listen to those ideas we don't have anyone that cares enough to help us get to the finish line hold us accountable support us don't try to tell us what won't work just listen and ask me some really good questions ask me when i'm going to go take that next step to get this goal accomplished that's the role of a coach and so even the women that come to train with me we have almost 200 on our roster since bringing our training from live to live stream and now a self-study system they too come and say, I walked in your class, Dr. AJ, and I had already been calling myself a coach because I thought I was already coaching, right. but i coaching. <laughs> so they learned that life coaching is about asking really good questions yeah. to your client. You're not telling them what to do. You're not telling them what you should have, could have, would have, ought to do. You're not rolling your nigga and said, if I was you, I would have did, right. did this. You could have this. You should have did this. Let me tell you what I did back in the day. No, that's not coaching. That's That's mentoring, parenting, ministering, being Mm -hmm. a girlfriend. It's everything but coaching. So a lot of the industry on the end user side, which is your coaching client, they don't know what a coach is. And then people who are just picking up the title coach and going about their day, they don't know what coaching is. So it's Mm -hmm. really important to seek knowledge. The Bible says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So when you seek Mm -hmm. out that education you start to study to show yourself approved right. and study from someone who's been in the industry, whose skin does match yours because mama, right. old, auntie old Oprah Winfrey tells us that we just by nature cling to those who look like us. Right. So therefore either they're going to see themselves in, in my story. Like when I talk about divorce and downsizing and dealing with homelessness and the death of my mom, you would not believe how many people share at least a portion of my story That's that right. raise their hand, sign up and come work with me because they see my skin. They hear my story. They love my style, my smile, my energy, but they also love that I went from struggle to success. Wow. I can get you higher because I got myself higher. I have that solution. And so now they're seeing what's possible for them. That right. life coaching. And so I have to phrase our sessions, to ask questions, to help them get to where they now say they want to be in their life as well. That's coaching.
1: (laughs) That's it. And I love, I love that. And I, I really hope that the listeners were taking notes on that because it is so important that they realize it's not where we're telling you. I love that you said that because that, that's something that is, is key. We are not telling you what to do. That is not the role of a coach. You know, I say, you know, I always say that, 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 you know, as, as a coach, that I create safe spaces for you to hear yourself, you know, and that's by asking those, those questions that you're talking about, you know, and that we are creating safe spaces. And that's something that's critical too, because not all of us feel safe in the spaces that we're in. And right. So,
0: because like I said, a lot of people will just one day wake up and decide they're going to call themselves a coach. I put that in my book. It's called The Black Life Coach. And I give that scenario of people who do that. They see the success or what they think is success of other coaches online who have paid their dues, literally and figuratively, and uh, served in this space. But they just borrow that title thinking it's going to just bring in coaching clients. And they end up doing what we now call coach hurt, just like Mm -hmm. church hurt get saved all your sins are washed away and life is going to be rosy for the rest of your days and then you realize wait a minute I go to church with other humans That's you right. know and so someone does something that hurts you and now you cussing God out when it's it was the person okay they weren't all the way saved but you trusted them and they hurt you That's same right. for the coach someone just calling themselves a coach trying to quote-unquote help people end up hurting them because coaching could also be Um, very finicky if you're dealing with a coach who also is not healed. But I train my ladies to heal before you help. You know, you have to be in some type of counseling yourself. You have to have some type of coaching yourself. As one of my first millionaire mentors taught me, coaches need coaches. And I mentioned that. So I have about eight coaches at the time of today's recording. Um, Everything from money to mindset, to ministry, to marketing, I just got off a call with one of my coaches. We have the best conversations about business and it is a African-American male because you don't see a lot of us in this coaching space. African-Americans actually make up less than 9% of the life coaching industry. Wow. That as a whole, male and female now consider black women, Christian coaches. Chad, we ain't even on the map. Man. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> Right. Helping bring that knowledge because, like you said, some of our, our people outside of our communities will look at us and say, "Well, what do you know in order to help me?" Well, we don't have to spend a lot of time convincing others that our lives matter. Let me show you because mm-hmm. now I can help other people believe that theirs matter too, and that's how we can do it behind the scenes as coaches within our own community, whether your clients are you know of African descent or not.
1: And I think a lot of that, you know that that's something that's key, and also. You know, I think the reason why there is such a low percentage of, of African-American coaches is because, and, and you know, we've, we've both experienced this, where, you know, people are saying, uh, you know, well, hey, you know, can I get a sister friend discount? Can I, you know... <laughs> uh, you know, how, how much do you try? I don't know if that's in my budget. I don't know if I can do that. You know, do you think you can, you know, or, 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 you know, I could only do this maybe one time and then, and then that's it. And so there are some who are apprehensive to, uh, yeah, to get into the, get into coaching. Cause they're like, uh, you know, I don't know how lucrative that can be for me because everybody's looking for a discount. Everybody's looking for a shortcut. And, and, and then some of us are apprehensive about charging, what, you know, it <laughs> can the worst.
0: Well, I remember a conversation we had. I'm, I'm like, if you say one thing, like all the, the convos will come back. So I remember you and I were talking uh, years ago when we were, were working together and you were a speaker and you knew someone, excuse me, I'm getting dry mouth all of a sudden, but you knew someone who was hosting an event and you were offended because that person didn't reach out to you to invite you to come speak.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we had, of course, a series of coaching questions in that conversation. And I'm thinking and asking out loud, well, how are they supposed to know about? You? Right. And eventually you kind of got the message because mm-hmm. as a coach, you know how to lead with questions as well. Right. I was trying to be like, girl, do your thing. Don't be worried about them people. Right. But what that also translates to is number one, as a professionally trained coach, you should also have a business model for how you're going to charge.
1: Right.
0: In assessing that business model of how you're going to make your money as a coach, 10 times out of 10, you're going to discover that the people asking for the homie hookup are family and friends. Usually family and friends never become your coaching client. Right. So if you are a coach, you're calling yourself a coach, or you've been trained as a coach, whatever, and you got people asking for the discount, blame yourself because have you evaluated your business model? Like I said, don't worry about them folks. Go do your thing. So when you evaluate your business model, you realize, let me take me for an example. I got certified in 2013. And then in 2016, I graduated Mercer University with a degree in training and development.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: my coaching company uh, that certified me invited me to come and be a master life coach certification trainer with them in partnership for three years. Wow. So I, I coached male, female, black, white, all over North America, and uh, the Cayman Islands, Vietnam, like they showed up. People from Austria and Australia even purchased my coaching products. And so I share that because I, at that time, had the experience of coaching all types of people from all walks of life. And every training out of 21 trainings I did on my feet, in heels, and spanks, and <laughs> a cute head and makeup, and smiling for 14 hours right. training, I knew that I was taking mental notes of who I did not want to work with once I broke free right. from this training right. part. So when black lives matter happened, when the riots and racism really showed its head, um, when, you know, there were just civic and civil unrest, the global pandemic, the shutdown coronavirus, you know, that yes. really dealt with my spirit to show me that my coaching clients look like me. They're black, they're women, they're a Christian. They also are feeling what we now know is ancestral trauma. Cause I remember mm. when I news and saw burning buildings and cars being burned because black people didn't know how to express their anger. I locked myself in my closet and cried uncontrollably mm. from what I believe tears that were never meant for me. This came from a lineage of hurt. Cause I'm like, God, I'm not, sad. where is all this coming from? But he showed me that these, this is the heart, the hurting heart of your people. So that meant when I got up and finally stopped crying, washed my face and got back into the calling that he has on my life as a coach and a trainer, I had to look for other women who look like me, who were powerful and bold enough to stand in their authority, already mm-hmm. ministers, already certified in some areas, already have these credentials and degrees, already know that you're called, you know you got that itch in your heart and you wanna serve, mm-hmm. you just not money from it. Let me help you create your business model because we got a hurting world out here who needs us, who needs convincing again that we don't need to convince other races that our lives matter. We can show up, show up and show them, you know. And so that came from me reevaluating my business model. So no more any and everybody. Now, any and everybody do try to get in because they see how right. great we are now, how powerful we are now, how educated we are. We're sophisticated. We're like a sorority now. And so my women, they come together. They support each other. They um, recommend each other. They collaborate. They pray together. They pray for me. They pour into Mm -hmm. me. But this came because I got clear on my business model. I stopped trying to help friends and family and followers on Facebook, okay? When I show up now, everybody knows what I do. They know my fee or the investment in themselves because they're not doing Mm -hmm. me a favor going through the training. They're helping themselves in the future. So I say that because we can no longer use the excuse of everybody want to hook up. Don't nobody want to pay. Well, what are you charging? And what are you saying when you show up? And have you sat with the vision God gave you to really put a price on it to put a ring on that thing? So when the right people say, oh, okay, tell me what it's like my card. They're not asking for a
1: hookup. And you like, oh, I probably should have charged a little bit more." <laughs> you <know? laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. But that's important. Like you said, the business model is important, being able to to be clear, you know, just like with with anything else. People understand they 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 see your confidence and, and when you exude that confidence and when and when they're comfortable, I, and, you know, and, and you're comfortable and confident, you know, people can smell the fear. They can they can they can sense the apprehension as soon as you open your mouth, as soon as they look in your eyes. You know, and and when and when you know you say your fee, and and you say, well, you know my fee is this, but you know I can work with you, and you know all those other things that come afterwards. That's all that anybody heard, that that you're willing to give me. That, that they didn't hear that. All right, the fee is X, Y, and Z. Period. And then too, another coach had to show me, we got to stop saying
0: fee. I had to even keep catching myself tonight, but we got to throw out words like fee and cost and price. It's an investment. Yes. You know, yes. or it's a down payment on your future or it's the layout for your legacy. You know, it right. is sowing fruit into generations to come. Like when you look at money like that, they ain't tripping. Right. Because they already know that they're called you just have to be the one that's in line to help them.
1: That's right. You
0: know, yeah, when you show up, especially to discerning black, yeah. powerful women, child, we we like, they, they don't even believe that, you know? <laughs> oh so, yeah, they're going to smell it a mile away. So you yeah. got to watch yeah. how you're showing up, but you can only show up in confidence when you've really sat with the vision God has given you, or like how you always mention, um, just kind of revisiting that, that power of, of how, But it's by revisiting the vision, you know, because that original vision God gives us, sometimes we have to reevaluate. Or as we know now, you know, when the whole economy shifts, we too have to shift. That's right. Sometimes our vision shifts. And so we have to be ready to show up how God is leading us in that moment. That's it. That's
1: it. Like I said, the whole premise behind how now. You know, it's, it's being able to say, OK, what what needs to happen in this space that we're in, because it, it changes. And, and I mean, I, I know that you are very familiar with with pivots. There have been many pivots that you have had to make in your own personal life and in your professional life. And I'm sure that since the pandemic has hit, there have been some pivots that have had to take place there as well. And so what are some of the things that you've seen that have been different in that, in this space that we're in right now? So I'm an introvert. And when the pandemic hit and,
0: and we had the global shutdown, I didn't understand why everybody was freaking out because we couldn't go outside. I was in the house anyway. What y'all tripping by. Only thing I didn't understand was why I couldn't go up to the Whitley Hotel in their little bougie luxury restaurant and order me um, a tomato bisque soup with their uh, sweet- potato tater tots and some really good grilled cheese like where are the people cooking because I didn't cook at the time right, like, right 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 on a hiatus <laughs> a and it felt like the end of the world but I also enjoyed riding through Atlanta traffic that did not exist yes I was around no one <laughs> okay <laughs> alone with my thoughts yeah. And it also helped to calm the anxiety and the panic of the world. Cause we didn't know what we were doing. We still yeah. don't. But I recently read an article that just simply said living with Corona. Yeah. Like it ain't going nowhere. Right. And I said, Oh, so God, we can now take ourselves out of the mindset of the new normal or getting back to normal. It ain't coming. No. Yeah. So we have to adjust and adapt to what is. That's right. And so pre pandemic, before I even knew it was a, a, a term for it. Number one, wow. I had symptoms of coronavirus. And by the time the vaccine hit, I said, now, if my body go through anything like what I just came out of and I don't know how and it didn't want to leave, I'm about to go get this shot because I don't know if I'll make it through a round two. Right. So it wasn't up for debate. It wasn't a heavy political discussion. It was my body, my choice, because I want to live. Right. A little bit longer to do what right. God has is- to do so that's where i stood because some of my coaches i would film in my facebook stories showing me getting shots um i do b12 shots and things like that just a health mm-hmm. and wellness practice mm-hmm. um from teaching and training i do vitamin d shots uh-huh. um, and this was all after discussions with my doctor telling me what was low in my blood you know all so right. i had in what worked for me but reflexology spa chiropractor i do all of it making sure that i am taking care of me yeah. because Starting out, it is just me. I just brought on an assistant. Um, But in December 2019, as my three-year partnership with the former coaching company wrapped up, because that company dissolved, I was just in the process of hiring a Zoom coach. I didn't know that was a thing. I met her. I loved her work. She flew in from New York to Atlanta. We had a chance to work together. And then uh, we continued to work together for 90 more days once she flew Uh back. Um, and she just talked all about Zoom. You know, if you're a speaker, you need to be on Zoom. And she drove me crazy with this Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. And lo and behold, <laughs> top yeah. 2020, I had already been through the steps to get set up online. It had already been tested out. The model was there. People loved it. Great feedback. Wow. And then I was encouraged to start my own life coach certification training. And so that's what I did on Zoom. Thank you, Coach Mm -hmm. (laughs) Marquesa. The only, especially a Black woman teaching us, I guess what was to come. I don't even know if she knew this was coming.
1: Um,
0: But because I was obedient and I followed, you know, the path that God had laid before me, he connected us for a reason. So Mm -hmm. I did the work that she uh, taught me as my coach um, and fleshed out what I needed. And so I hosted a series of what I consider beta groups or focus Mm -hmm. groups tested out my own um, knowledge. I said, let me go back to everything I've been through since 2013 as the certified Mm -hmm. life coach, a black woman in this space. Let me write down those stories that experience the knowledge and skills it took. Let me tell about my training experience. Let me tell about what my coaches are really doing because that's what people loved about my in-person classes live here in Atlanta all those years is that i was like you know y'all i really don't want to train y'all out of this book this company wrote y'all really want the answers i'll tell you what pages go to but then i want to tell you the real about coaching they love that part they were like we love your class i got hundreds of testimonials from my trainings um and so i certified 110 coaches live that told me you are such a great trainer you don't leave anyone out even the coaching company told me people Mm call the office Say how much they enjoy your training. And it was because I kept it real. So I figured if I kept keeping it real, use my own content, my own knowledge, copyright that information, write a book about it, record the audio. I went to the studio and recorded a book. Yes. um, And let people follow my journey. They love the reality TV style that I bring to the life coaching space about building your empire as a Black woman Christian life coach. And so all of that culminated. We recorded the live streams on Zoom. I packaged it up. It's now a home study course. And we just graduated our first 100. We Woo! have what's called the original 100. So, a series we started with what we call the Founding 50. Now we're in our series of original 100. I don't know what's going to happen when we get to 200. <laughs> I can come up with a cuter name. Okay. But these- all over the world who have followed my journey for years of me coaching in this space. They have seen how I pivoted. One lady emailed me. She said, now, Dr. AJ, I've been watching you. How did you know to bring your coaching online? I said, girl, I didn't. I was just being obedient to God, you know, and this was an idea that I had shot to the former company. They shot it down. I said, well, God meant for it to be specifically for me. Mm -hmm. And now here we are almost six figures later I may work 10 hours a week in my business. I'll take a lot of naps and okay. uh-huh. my business now on autopilot. So to have this type of success um, and a recent, one of our coaches who just graduated a few weeks ago, just made her first $3,000 in mm-hmm. her first two weeks as a coach, securing eight clients.
1: Nice. So
0: now I'm seeing that trickle down effect of me showing up. Um, shifting the vision, rewriting that, listening to God, sitting with my own business model, and just acknowledging where we are, and this is where we are in these current times.
1: Yes. What I love about uh, what I love about your story and the things that you shared is that in your ability to coach, you are coachable yourself. And you were willing to have other people coach you. And that's something that's so important for people to understand, you know, and you said it earlier, you know, coaches, you know, you have to heal before you help. So it's important that you have a coach to help you to understand some of the things that you're going through, because none of us are in a space of perfection. You know, we don't all all know all things. And just like you said, another key word that you said that I absolutely love is obedience. We have to be in that space of obedience. We have to be open to the possibility of things, even when we don't 100% understand them, you know, but to be able to say, okay, I'm coachable. I am in a space where, where I realize that I don't have all of the answers. There are things that I'm still working on and that I'm still uh, struggling with. A lot of people had to make a lot of pivots during this, this time of pandemic. And because they got to sit with themselves and when they really sat with themselves, they were like, you know, I really don't know this person. I don't know if I like the direction that I'm, you know, that I'm going in or, or is this where I'm supposed to be? There were so many questions that, that, you know, came to the surface. It's like, okay, so, so now what do I do? And, and, and I think it's, it's important for us to know that there are options that we have, you know, we talk about, yeah, we hear the buzzword, self-care. Self-care, you know, what are you doing to take care of yourself? What are you doing? You know, what are we doing? The investments, what are we investing in? You know, and are those, and we, you know, we, we can talk about the, the, you know, tangible things that we invest in. The clothes, the, the cars, the, the homes, all these things like that. But, but how are we investing in ourselves spiritually? How are we investing in ourselves mentally You know, those carry far more weight and, and, and the, the, the residuals or the, or the, you know, what we get from that is so much more than those things that, you know, clothes after a while, they don't fit anymore. (laughs) They get too big or they get too small. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We we go out of, out of cars or the cars get damaged. Those things, those, those physical things, eventually they, they are fleeting. But the things that are in our mind, those are things that people can't take from us.
0: Amen.
1: People and can't. you got to
0: know that you have to have an a internal desire for that, for better. Right. Right. Not always. Uh, and that's one thing. Well, let me back up because you said some points that I wanted to address. Um, number one, I feel like I need coaches. Like, let's put an S, make that thing plural. Because one person is not going to have everything you need. Right. I have a coach here in Atlanta. His name is Eric Anderson. He's really my marketing mentor. We just say mm-hmm. coach he comes out so easily, we have the best conversations. And I love talking to him because number one, he's an African-American man having success in the coaching space, but he also has a very unique perspective that aligns with mine, but it opens my mind as well.
1: Yes.
0: And he can ask really good questions that make us what you mentioned coachable being coachable some people even uh, abuse that word in the industry they think being coachable means that whole uh it's like the same term as submissive you know you just you just Mm, sit one yelling tell you what to do no being coachable is when your coach asks you a really good question you're willing to sit still Mm -hmm. go within think about it pray about it spend some time with it go back through some journals Think through your life story, your childhood. Mm-hmm. Up until now write out those answers, record a video response, and then move on to the next question. That's mm-hmm. being coachable because it's bringing out your answers because you have the answers to your questions, that's not right. your coach, that's not mean, anyone. God, if, if you're a true Christian, I'm speaking to my Christians now because we believe when we get saved, God lives within us. And if he's mm-hmm. in there, don't you think your answers are in there too? That's right. Why? them from an outside source no you have to with yourself that's part of being coachable being being obedient writing the vision making it plain and sometimes our answers from within yeah they're inspired by things like podcasts and videos and courses and books and trainings and events and experiences but it's all about getting yourself to a place where you can sit and listen And that too will stop what I see a lot in the coaching space, which is imposter syndrome. People, who am I to do this? Who am I to be a coach? Who am I? I get a lot of questions about, Dr. AJ, how can I help people with their lives if my life isn't together? That means you're spending too much time outside of yourself because no coaches, like you said, we're not perfect. Number one, we don't have all your answers. But number two, we don't have all of our life exactly as it's going to be until the end of our time here on earth. Right. So that you have to do what God inspired me to do years ago. And he told me to remove myself from what I was trying to help people do. Because right. when you do that, you can sit and ask questions. You can sit and listen. You can guide someone else to their breakthrough. And you taking those too, because you're like, oh, that was a good question. Let me All write this. Right. <laughs> I need it myself, right? So being coachable is important, but also knowing what resources you need to help you get your own answers. And that way you're also... Not copy and copying and pasting what you're seeing other people do,
1: mm. and to make their vision work for you. I like that. I like that, because that's what we can do: copy and paste. You know, oh, this worked for me. It, it's it. it there, there's there's no magic bullet that works for everyone. There's too many variables. You know, our stories may connect us. There, we may see similarities but there's always a slight variable. There's always something that's a little different. Well, in my case, this is what happened. Or in that case, this was a little different. There's always going to be a variable. So there's not going to be that hard and fast one thing that works for everybody. So I like that you say that we step away. We have to step, we have to step away and and be able to say, okay, this is, you know, this this is what's going to work for this person for their particular situation. And, and, you know, these are some of the questions that we need to ask to, to make it relevant for them. Yeah. And that's as any type of coach, especially
0: I, I always think of the example of a parenting coach,
1: because mm-hmm. we have
0: a lot of women that come training, get certified with us and they want to work with you, but mm-hmm. they really have a heart for the single moms. Mm-hmm. Well, you have single moms with different aged children. Right. So you can only speak to the single moms whose example looks like the one that you've lived and overcome. So there are single moms. Yeah. K through 12. But if your oldest child is seven years old, guess how old the child or the children should right. be moms. You want to reach out to, you right. can't really teach them what it's like to be a, a mom of a teenager just yet. Now you could ask them some questions and post some scenarios, but if you really want to take your story, turning it into a series of questions that can help someone else overcome to help them get through it. Right. Um, that's how you're really going to have the biggest breakthrough and stand out as a coach. Um, Even for me being in the church space, yeah, we're Black, we're Christian, but do you know how many denominations of Christians there are? So I say non-denominational because that's how I was raised. So we got a little bit of everything. I can talk to speaking in tongues and shouting and praying right. and anointing oil and Jesus, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. So I can cover a lot of uh, territory, if right. you will. And so that's how... You can use your story and what you've personally been through to help other people, especially as I mentioned earlier, you've healed. You don't have to have your life together. You don't have everybody's answers because they have them. Yes, you can help them other problems you may not have experienced with your child or your client that's in that exact scenario yet, but you can phrase questions centered around what you've been through to help your client get breakthroughs as a coach.
1: So what I want to do, you know, in in this last uh, portion of our our time together is to talk about, you know, people who are considering coaching, what are some things that they should consider when they're looking for or seeking uh, a coach?
0: I think you should look for uh, evidence um Mm -hmm. bible says you shall know them by their fruit yes these days fruit in the modern time that's why I say you have to um, I'm flipping my my notes because I took some notes for you I was Mm -hmm. like I want good stuff um but in modern times um we are doing things like screenshots of testimonials yes we're doing social proof we're doing podcast interviews video interviews we're doing Facebook lives, YouTube videos, uh, TikTok videos. Can't believe it. Yes. I almost forgot that. They got me through the pandemic because I have laughed and healed and had yeah. therapy. <laughs> but it's all because somebody showed up. Yeah, And that's what, what Coach Eric calls uh, breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. So he taught me how to leave breadcrumbs. I have a series, I have a whole channel. It's called Black Life Coach TV on YouTube. Okay. And it's over 200, and maybe, we may be at 300 now videos oh. that I've done since the pandemic, you know? And pre-pandemic to show you how long I've really been online. I've been mm-hmm. on Periscope since
1: 2015. Yes, I remember Periscope. So, Facebook live.
0: <laughs> so all of those videos are there and it's that happy little trail yeah. that's gonna lead people to where you started. It's gonna show success yours and it should have some client testimonials because we have a whole separate folder with our several upon several video testimonials that our clients record. So that's that's that paper trail, that breadcrumb. Um, So you start to get into the story. You know that you've left a lot of breadcrumbs. Um, When people do like, when they call me, they's like, I love the part of your story where you, and they can fill in the blank. Yes. I remember that video you had on a ball cap because if I don't call my hair I throw up a cap and mm-hmm. still record you had on a cap and gold earrings that day I loved your eyeshadow by the way you have a great smile I love your energy yes. it's just something about you and the fact that that's out there as the evidence yes that I have been out here a while I have been you know, educating people. I have been helping coaches. I have results. I have social proof. People can screenshot it. I share screenshots myself mm-hmm. when people inbox me and say, I'm loving your training. Like a, this is the part of the training I'm on. I'm so glad I invested in it. I did not know this was coaching. I'm so looking forward to this. That was recently from, again, my uh, accountant. I don't know if I mentioned that. We have a male accountant that's going through my training. He's my own personal accountant. And he's getting to see the literal behind the scenes, the back office of how my numbers come to what they are. And he's like, oh, you know, and it's inspiring him to create his own coaching program. And so he's like our special guest (laughs) in this training because it's really for Black women of faith, but he is a Black male minister that works specifically with coaches. So he is bringing his own knowledge and expertise to the table yes. for our coaches. So that's another thing. I share resources. Yeah. I share events and interviews like this to show what it's like to grow on the journey. So what has really helped me stand out as a coach is sharing my success. Yeah. And a former friend told me about that years ago. She's like, what you going through, what you've been through, what you're getting ready to go through. If you don't document this, people will not believe you.
1: Right. <laughs> right so
0: i started right. documenting that and that is what's helping me to stand out and it's also holding me accountable because i know somebody's watching That's right. that kind of person like you said you know i've been in the back i've been watching i ain't been saying nothing it's so many of y'all lurkers out there and yeah. nothing i'm like girl say hey say something But that's what you look for in a coach. that social proof that they've been out here. They've been putting in the work. They paid their dues. They didn't just wake up one day and say, coaching is cool. I think I'll call myself that from now on. Mm -hmm. No, they put in the work. Even with my degree, I have an honorary doctorate um, from a institution in uh, Lagos, Nigeria, for being in the ministry for almost 30 years. And so the work that I've done over the last 30 years, child, that is priceless. Exactly. Even if I paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, I would not have gotten this type of knowledge, skill, yeah. and in the game, expertise, struggles, school of hard knocks. And mm-hmm. someone saw that work and wanted to reward that. Yeah. So even our post-pandemic efforts, we are now considering doing our own version of honorary certifications for mm-hmm. those. best. we have won grants from other coaching companies. We've gotten seals of approvals from mega organizations here in Atlanta. Like mm-hmm. you bigger than Atlanta, you don't need us. But we say, go forward daughter and do this work mm-hmm. in the earth. And so that's what it's about. Partnering with people who can capture that same vision, but you got to know the vision of the coach that you're getting ready to collaborate
1: with. So that's where mm-hmm. it starts. Right, I think that's awesome. And I mean, that that's what we want to do. We want people to have a starting point. You know, we, we are in an age of technology where, where we have access to so much information and, and, uh, you know, you said something critical with, with regards to, you know, our experience, people need to see, you know, seeing is better. You know, uh, Benjamin Franklin said, well, well, uh, well said, I mean, well done is better than well said, you know, he dropped a couple of nuggets, but that, that's something that, that, you know, we have to, to make sure that we keep in mind. You know, as, as we're, you know, talking about our wellness journey, as we're talking about things that are going to help us be the best versions of ourselves, right? you know? And so, I mean, that's something that's pivotal. That's something that's key. And, And I'm glad that you brought that to the surface. Make sure that, you know, that you are, are finding someone whose fruit you can, you know, that you can actually see, you can see the fruits of their, of their work, of their, of their labor. It shouldn't just be somebody random, you know, and, and, you know, it's important to do, to do the legwork, you know, just like you, just like, you know, we comparison shop. We, we, we have certain stores and things (laughs) that we like and things that places that we go, there are things that we do. Uh, Okay. When you're looking for a coach, you should be, you know, you should have just as much fervor and as you would, if you were looking for something, because like you said, it's an investment. And if I'm going to invest my money in something, I'm going to make sure that it's quality. We don't invest our money in cheap things. We invest our money in things that we know are going to be worth the price that we're paying for it. And right. So- and even if, even if um,
0: in your research you find, because I offer um, we actually have a couple of boot camps and masterclasses planned throughout the year where I just show up and share you know, and sometimes it's an investment. Sometimes it's complimentary. Notice I didn't say free or affordable. It's complimentary as a part of being in the, in our exclusive coaching community. Uh, we have a free um, coaching community that started out with like, oh, just, you know, if you want to coach, come on in. But now it's like a complimentary VIP membership is okay. how we yeah. Okay. And so, uh, but I share that because that's where I share my complimentary challenges and boot camps and master classes, and that's a part of the paper trail, the breadcrumbs. That's something that you want to look out for. You know, is this person giving value to know that when I do invest financially, I'm ready to show up and I'm ready to, you know, be a part. Because even the free stuff we're using quotes, Right. Um, it's going to cost you an investment of your time, an investment of your mental bandwidth, okay. you know? So it just depends on what you're willing to invest because you still have to make space to learn the information. Absolutely. Because so something shows up as cheap, free, affordable, low cost, one time only. Um, some of these companies are fly by night as well. And this time mm-hmm. next year, you won't be able to find them online. And I've seen it in action. We have a couple of recording classes where people show up and say, yeah, you know, I was trained by so-and-so and they go to look it up and it's no longer there and they are embarrassed. No like, you don't have to be embarrassed. Most people when they come into the life coaching space don't plan for longevity. That's why over 55% of the uh, 50,000 plus registered life coaches that we know of, they're, they're less than $25,000 a year. So mm-hmm. they just, you know, sign up to do something or they'll do a program and then it's gone, you know, they sell
1: them next year. So it's not worth the paper or the frame that it's in, you know, and that's something that, that that's important too. But, but, but you said something that I definitely want our listeners to remember. And this is in, in anything that you do in life, anything that you invest in, make sure that you are fully vested or that you're in the mind space that you're ready to do the work because there are so many things and and I I keep bringing it back to tangible things because I know that that's something that people can relate to you know people who buy outfits and they're still in their closet with the tags on them because you bought it you invested in it and then you didn't even do anything with it and so you know when we talk about wanting to be a better version of ourselves. Are we in the mind space? Are we prepared to take on what that looks like? Yeah. You know, so when we talk about coaching and when we talk about investing in, in, in finding out our, why, are we willing to do the work? Or are right. we just wasting our time and, the, and our coaches time just, just to say that we did it.
0: Right. And it's also okay to, if you, See someone whose success intimidates you because maybe, you know, they look successful. Um, and I have people tell me that, you know, I didn't know how to approach you because I'm very down to earth. I'm very approachable. I don't play. I ain't going to take no junk. I'm going to be honest. Kim could tell you, I'm going to be honest. That's right. <laughs> but let that motivate you because without that type of motivation, whatever I did or whatever successful coach does to get you into their world, that's who you want to do the work with. Because right. think. It where you are now is not working. What you've tried before didn't work in the past. Right. How great of advice can you really get from your untrained, unskilled, unprofessional, unqualified friends and family? Right, who you went to with your big ideas and they're shooting them down, right? Because something that they went through, so they hurt too. Wow. So you can't keep doing what you've been doing. That's the sign of insanity, right? That's so- all. If you see someone who is where you say you want to be, and like Kim mentioned, you really want to do the work, then mm-hmm. go for that coach, even if it's scary. Because it is scary. But a lot of the things that we've been through in life that we didn't think we would make it through—that was scary too. If God us everything, we wouldn't be here.
1: <laughs> and well, it, it, you, 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 know, you make a valid point. And the and the one thing that that uh, you know I've learned over time too is that just like people are, uh, you have a fear of failure. There are people who have a fear of success.
0: This just might work.
1: Right. And, 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 and if it does work, are you prepared for what comes along with that? <laughs> what, what happened? <laughs> <You're next? laughs> you know, we see people who, who have had big ideas, who have gone on, on shows like Shark Tank and have done all these, and then all of a sudden their business is full because they did not realize the magnitude of the success. You said that it was a delicious cookie. And then, right. then millions of people wanted to eat that cookie. <laughs> you
0: don't have to have all the answers. That's why you need to bring guidance and direction and find yes. people who can help you fill in that next blank. That's why I say mm. I have a series of coaches because there are people out there designed. I always say there's someone somewhere and they're waiting on you to walk in your destiny so they can walk into their.
1: That's where the obedience
0: it, comes when in. you let your own light shine, you're giving other people permission to do the same. Yeah. And then you don't even know it, but you, especially when you share your journey, like how I do, you're impacting that one life. You know, they, they always right. say, if I can reach one, if I could teach one, it's worth right. it. At some point you were that one in someone else's life. Now it's your turn to be that one to impact future generations. Cause that's all it takes.
1: That's right. So,
0: Hopefully that's that's motivation to get you started at least if you're considering yes. hiring a coach, becoming a coach, etc. Yeah, um, I, I, I hope the work that we're doing here in the world, you and I, and right. those impacted, is more than enough to leave a great legacy and to spark yes. generations that's of
1: well, at least to, to 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 create the mantle for others to to pick up and to carry on. Just like you said, we're building legacy. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Yeah, now look, our time has won. (laughs) Yeah, but but we knew it would. But you know, the one thing that I love about about this show is that, you know, what's happening right now is not what's happening tomorrow or next week. I can have my guests come back and we can talk about more because it's my show and I can do what I want to (laughs) do. So I love that. I love that. So I'm definitely going to have you come back and talk more about the coaching experience. I'm sure you'll be well past 200 by then, and that's not gonna to be too far. You know, we, we, already talk and we already know it to be so. So, <laughs> you know, I wanna do that. But before, before we go, I always ask my guests, you know, what they're doing in the now, because that helps others who are still seeking to create their peaceful existence to determine you know, what it is that they can do in in their own personal space or or a variable of something that my guests are doing. So what are you doing to live in this now?
0: Well, that's a perfect segue to wrap up our time together because a part of the 200, I have dynamic speakers, dynamic authors, dynamic podcast guests dynamic, anything you could think about. My coaches have been trained in it because I have created a series of bonus trainings mm-hmm. that I add with our black woman, Christian life coach certification, self-study system. So they get thousands upon it's over 11,000 extra dollars worth of bonuses included in my one day training. That way, once they get certified, they go write their first book. They create their first group coaching program. They start speaking for the first time, hopefully on workshops and master classes, They're looking for speaking engagements. They're looking for podcast interviews. So my job as their trainer is to pair them up and say, you know who you should reach out to? I was just on Kim's show. She had <laughs> me, now let me send you. Uh-huh. And so I have a long history of doing that. So I mm-hmm. call my forward. That's what I'm doing in the now. It's time out for those of us who have been in this space of ministry yeah. for years to just be tooting our own horn we should have little mini me's that have learned under us or as my coaches say sat at our feet and learned what god has allowed to trickle from the head down that anointing is now our community of coaches so let me know if you need guests girl i got a a lot of people waiting like pick me next dr aj because everybody doesn't get it but Um, I do have a lot of women in my community that I trust that I would be happy to recommend um, coaching clients. So even those of you who want to experience coaching for the first time and you want to get your toe wet, they have to do that as a part of their certification process. Uh, We call it community coaching. And so reach out and let me know. And I can pair you with one of our coaches. So that's what I'm doing in the now I'm lifting up those who have trusted me to be a part of their coaching and certification journey. It's not just, one time and we're done we in this thing we got relationships we got generations to impact it yeah build. And this is how you build a legacy. (laughs) That's
1: it. it. And that's a perfect segue for you to tell people how to get in contact with you so they can do just that. So I know I see uh, you have on here for those who are watching it. She has uh, her website, www.futureblacklifecoaches.com as one of uh, a means of contact or as a point of contact. What are some other ways that they can get in contact with you?
0: So futureblacklifecoaches.com is that complimentary coaching community, that VIP membership you get to activate. And as soon as you log on, you will see exactly what I mean. You can chat with me. You can meet our future Black Life Coaches and those who have gone through our program. You can come in and experience our complimentary uh, classes that are coming up, our boot camps continuing education trainings, even if you're a certified coach, and then you can find out where else I am online. We start there and it branches out. I mentioned following the breadcrumb. We have branches to follow information and ways to connect. Uh, And then once you get certified with me, we have an exclusive community of our certified coaches. They're called the Ladies of Legacy. And LA- legacy is an acronym for Ladies Empowering Generations and Coaching You. So shouts out to my Ladies of Legacy. All right. uh, they got my back and I got theirs. And if you want to become one of the Ladies of Legacies, yeah, just reach out to us at futureblacklifecoaches.com and come on and join the community.
1: Awesome. 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 Well, honey, you know, I have nothing but love for you. <laughs> and I'm so glad. I know. hearts We're getting <laughs> This is, this is my sister and we go way back and, and I'm just so grateful for, for this space and for this time and for this now that we have to connect and to be able to educate and to, you know, expose others to things that they may not know about, to move them from a space of fear to a space of education, to a space of growth so that we can reach back and, and, you know, continue to help and support one another because that's what it's about.
0: I just say that I'm so proud of you. <laughs> like, I love your literal glow up. Like, you are glowing. You have been holding it down. I know over time I used to call and check in. Yes. Uh, I think the last yes. time we talked, you were working on your PhD.
1: Yes. You
0: have been through some things. You are here. You are shining, girl. Thank so you. So, thank you for doing what you do, sharing your platform. Thank you for staying connected. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and just making this space for us to go higher together. So mm-hmm. I'm a proud of, part of your journey and thank you for being a part of mine. I oh,
1: see. absolutely. Absolutely. I, I thank you so much. for that. <laughs> you know, I'm
0: not going to cry. Y'all I'm not going to cry, but I love that. We're going
1: to go on. We're going to go on. We're going go on, but that is going to do it. But <laughs> this edition of the How Now podcast, make sure to join us for our next episode and, you know, just check in. Check in with us, join us, you know, go on, you know, connect in any way possible. So that that way you're always knowing what's happening in the now. And with that, I say peace. We'll see you next time.